At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Officially underway, hour number two. Money line right here on the grid. Phone lines are open, 844-843-6879. Find out where JP's going tonight in the NBA. It is game five, NBA Finals. Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets, Eastern Time tip, 8.30 p.m. I'm going JP is going over the total tonight for my guess. I'll say Miami plus the points. JP, let's go Miami with none of the points on the money line. Oh my God! Ah, stinging, I ended up stinging right. shot there. Plus two ninety. move? No. Yeah, no. Mm. I would claim it. I didn't, I, that doesn't count. Something Donnie, it went something. Closer, he, me or you? I think I did because like you're looking at plus two ninety and then two ten is the total. I think I got closer there. You took <laughs> eight and a half between two ninety. See that? <laughs> Here I think officially me on that minute. right there. No, yeah, I, I, closer I, I, to by the a lot, in fact. By, by a lot. lot. All right. You ready for by a lot here, Kevin? Saquon Barkley and the Giants. Off by a lot to be understood oh what he God. believes his value is versus, versus the New York Giants believe. Now, he was at a camp in Jersey City going out, hey, man, teaching the kids, having some fun in the offseason. He said he's not showing up to mandatory OTAs because technically he's not under contract. He hasn't signed his franchise tag. If he signs it, he's under contract. He must perform. He must show up at OTAs. But threatening of a holdout here, Kevin, for a running back in today's day and age. Smart move by him? Does he? Do you believe that he has leverage with the New York Giants for a deal? I, I do because they're the Giants, and they gave Daniel Jones one of the dumbest contracts. I mean, goodness gracious. And I have no reason to think they won't do the same for Saquon Barkley. I think Daniel Jones, if his voice is mattering in the room, I think he values Saquon Barkley. So, look, I'm not saying that, that he's going to be able to kind of move heaven and earth here. I think their fans still want Saquon a part of the team. So, yeah, Donnie, I, I oh, tend to think that— favorite. Yeah, like I, I, I tend to think I, – I don't think he's leverageless is how I see it there. Here's what I'm worried about, though, if I'm a Giants fan. You go back to the Dave Gettleman days. I mean, just a horrendous general manager across the board. And whoever he was signing to, the amount he was signing to, not being creative enough with the salary cap, drafting Daniel Jones. I mean, on and on and on and on. Drafting a running back in the top five, right? Like, nothing he did made any sense, and they stunk out loud. Now – you get Dable in here, which was a very good hire for them for a head coach. Joe Schoen is a general manager who, like, well, it can't be anything worse than Gettleman. Are we changing the tide here at this point? Because you do get points for hiring Dable. It's like, oh, he got lucky with Dable. No, he didn't. He hired him. Other teams had a chance to. The Giants won out. So that was their guy, and they got him. But you're right. You look at the Daniel Jones you know, deal that he got, which I think is an absolute embarrassment, which is fantastic. If you are a fan of another NFC team like we are, Fantastic stuff. You love every minute of that. I wish, it was, I wish it was double the contract he got. But misreading the market, right? In the middle of the season, they gave Saquon a pretty good offer out there. Where Saquon's like, no, 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 no. Like, I won't weigh more than that. But you still had to offer that for the Giants, which they did. At the end of the season, when the running back market was much different, the Giants said, whoa, no, 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 no. You can't get that. We'll just put the tag on you at this point. If you are a Giants fan, which, again, I'm not, you have to be worried about the way your front office is run, No. 
like really misreading the running back market where you almost gave Barkley that money. And then Daniel Jones under no pressure to you where this is what the point I always bring up, which I think is fantastic between me and you. It's who cares what he's worth to the Giants? You're only worth what you're worth is on the open market. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they gave him all like I, I thought they were trending in the right direction getting rid of Gettleman. I'm not so sure at this time. They paid Daniel Jones like they were the ones who drafted Daniel Jones. Yes. Which was stunning. Because they kinda you know, usually the way that works is hey, we're not the ones that drafted you. We're not we're not bothered by it. And th- that's just not how that's just not how that went there for the New York Giants. And I, I just though here's my point, Donnie. Can you really imagine a world where this team goes out there week number one without Saquon on the field? <laughs> You know they rolls you know a couple point? weeks into it. Yes, doesn't look good. And then what? They cave because they're bad? And then yeah. they give them all the money? And then it's like, well, that didn't make any difference? And we just gave them a yes. ton of money? Yeah. I mean, that sounds on, I mean, it sounds on brand. It sounds like you read the script. I, I just, I don't, I cannot picture them going out there willingly without Saquon in week number one. So it, it puts the screws to then how willing is Saquon to battle here. And I would—I don't know. For now, I guess what's the rush, right? It's not like but he's got to worry about getting involved and learning the system. You're right about it. But also, when you take a look at like athletes, right? And, and granted, sometimes it is a business decision, and your agent is the reason why you have your agent's the reason like that buffer between the team, because you know Saquon might pick up the phone and be like, "Hey, man, can we just make a deal? Any deal? I want to get in camp with the boys. I want to make more money." And that's why agent, hey, don't ever pick up the phone if you see that I don't know nine seven three calling over there. Like, don't you dare pick that phone up. That's my job. That's what I do. But also, mm-hmm. how many times have we seen this backfire on a player? Not financially. I'm talking about either like, oh well, you held out till week six. They didn't come to an agreement. You came back and you lost all that money from the first six weeks of the season. I'm talking about the player that goes, you know what? I'm not showing up to this. I'm not showing up to OTAs, not showing up to camp uh, four days before the opener. Yeah, I'll be there, and I expect to start. You know how that works out. That, that's, a, that's a calf uh-huh. muscle. That's a, a hamstring strain and knee injury because you're not in camp. So when I always see, like, hey, I'm going to hold out on this point. Now, granted, your leverage does decrease by showing up. But at the same time, sometimes, hey, man, Saquon looks great, man. He looks phenomenal. He's being a team player. You know what? Let's extend the olive branch as opposed to all communication lines are closed. And then Barkley shows up and he has a bad hamstring by week two. And it's like, yeah, we've seen this before. Sometimes I think the player coming into camp means a whole lot more than staying away leverage-wise because of how good he can actually be right out of the gate. Interesting to see. We'll be right back. Keep it right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back at it here. By the way, we are going to talk some NFL. The Andre Hopkins situation is obviously... Very interesting to me with the amount of money he's not getting and where he's going to end up and who he has to beg to actually get on their team, apparently. But before we get into that, Kevin, did you know this? This is a couple days ago, and somehow I missed this. 
I'm going to start here. The NCAA basketball, men's basketball we're talking, did make a slight tweak to the charge call. Now, let me preface this by saying to you, do you get upset with the charge call across all sports, talking about like the NBA and college basketball? Are you an anti or a pro charge guy? Uh, uh, like, I, honestly, it, it bothers me the most on the collegiate level because all mm-hmm. college refs like calling charges. Because mm-hmm. it seems like all college refs are like, oof, the beauty of this kid laying his body on the line. Like, that's just yeah. how it comes off there. So that's, I mean, that's my biggest charge take. Like, the... All the kind of, oh, my God, the charge is, like, dangerous for basketball stuff. I don't know necessarily how to land on that, though, Donnie, because those can be more so freak accidents. So I feel like that's difficult there. Yeah, I'm not big on the charge call, but I did remember there's a couple people that always made salient points on. You're right about it because the charge call in college basketball – the ref can spot it on, like, the block where he's standing, like, on the baseline and wind up by the three-point line. Not the player, the, the ref on, like, doing his charge dance, right, going the other way. It's like, Jesus, man, so you guys are excited about this charge call. Like, if you change the charge call to do, like, a uh, – like a, a, like you, like the ref have to, like, twerk or, like, do a belly dance, like, like <laughs> I'm not calling that a charge. Like, that's going to be a charge at the absolute, like, he has to be decapitated going to the rim in order for that to be a charge call right there. But secondarily, Kevin, you know I love this. This is my favorite. Now, college basketball Division One players being allowed to wear any number between 0 and 99 now. I mean, just a tough scene out here. Just a tough scene. I didn't, I didn't know they weren't allowed to already. Oh. What is even the rule you know, on college? But do you know why? They, did you know why, like, 55 was the highest you could always go in basketball? Do you even know the point of that? Yes, I do, because of, like, basically them having to give the numbers over to the <laughs> yes. scoreboard, and they couldn't possibly yes. figure out how to, how to correlate <laughs> 556. <laughs> like, it makes so much sense. Like, why do we have to go to 99, though? Is this because the Yankees are like other college basketball teams, Kevin, that have 37 retired numbers? Now, in like, I think like Carolina, is it the, I might be wrong on this. Do they retire the jersey or just like the name of the player goes up there and you can wear it again? Like, I don't think anybody's ever going to wear 23 because how iconic it was. But can you wear like Tyler Hansbro's number? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm about to ask a dangerous question. Yeah. Is. <laughs> Is Jordan like, but is he the best player in UNC history? I don't mean is he the best player to go to UNC, but like, do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm getting at there? Like where you say like no one's gonna wear 23 again, but I feel like someone wearing 50 would be more slanderous. Like Tyler, Han- but also, now that's an age <laughs> thing to me, right? Like Han- yeah, like true. Hansborough is is who I kind of you know factor UNC with there, but <laughs> it's great. You know what I love about that, too? Because here, like, I just love the conversation of this. Like, let's just say you see it a lot. Uh, let me make a phone call to the family, see if I can wear that jersey. And usually the family is very gracious. Like, oh, you know, uh, my uh, husband who's played in like 1958, he would love it. And it's great for the family. It's like, oh, that's cool stuff here. But I feel like if you picked up the phone and tried to get a hold of Jordan going to Carolina, like, hey, look, number one recruit in the country. <laughs> you, lay out 20, you lay out 23 for me in that, uh, you know, baby blue, uh, Carolina blue. I- I'm going to the school. So it's your call, Mike. Yeah, uh, good luck at Duke, pal. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have a feeling like that. Like, you, you like you called Jordan. Jordan, like, hey, you know what, man? If this is going to help the university out, which I love, absolutely, man. Number one player in the country. But I feel like he would, like, take, like, a like a position of, like, no, absolutely not. You're not wearing my jersey. I don't even care if you come here or not. Feels yeah. like it. And here's the thing. He'd end up, like, justifying, like, that nah, just doesn't sound like the kind of kid that fits our system. And then, like, you're right, Michael. <laughs> You're right, Michael. You know what? Yeah, we like Webb and Yama's like, you know what? I'm looking to skip the NBA for a year and really get after it in college basketball. Can I wear 23 for Carolina? <laughs> Absolutely not. Or then this Jordan go, hey, you know what? You slip into that sneaker contract with, uh, you know, Jordan brand. We'll have another conversation about it. Man, I just got to I still, so again, like I know Vic's playing overseas and probably prefers to live in, in France, whatever it might be. Mm. But like, do you think that there are that there are colleges, Donnie, and marketing like that? Man, how do we not pursue this kid with like absolute like re- relentlessness to get him on a college basketball team for a season? Like how good that would have been for popularity and coverage and everything in between. Which, Imagine again, if Webin Yama yeah. spent a year in college. It, it's it's a good point you bring up now because what was the reasoning 
for a superstar athlete to go play overseas when he was 18. Well, I can go make I can make a million and a half. I'll go I'll go play in France. Why? A million and a half. How about going down there? Yeah, well, Australia, 900 grand. Awesome. I don't want to go to school. And I get paid to play basketball? And then I'll go into the draft? Absolutely. There's no reason not to go now. The kids aren't doing, taking any class. The one-and-dones aren't taking serious classes. You're basically hanging out for, like, you know, two hours a day in basket weaving. And then by the time you would be ineligible, you're already going and qualified for the draft, and away you go there at that point. And the money you can make, and also more importantly, let's just say, Kevin, like Zion Williamson, outrageous because we saw him coming from high school, and he got to play on the biggest stage at Duke, national TV every week. Zion's an exciting player. He hasn't accomplished a damn thing in the NBA. But he could retire tomorrow and be like, I made a couple hundred million bucks, man. Why? Because his superstar was so bright going through the college basketball game and going into the NBA. I, you're right about it. Like, Webb and Yama goes to UCLA, Carolina, Kansas. You're looking at, like, the sky would be the limit. Because, granted, the basketball hoop heads know who Webb and Yama is and have watched him and love it. But that, you know... I don't want to dumb it down, like housewife, just a random guy that just watches every, like the NCAA tournament. The millions these kids would make, Kevin, by just going to college instead of going overseas. The yeah, jump so, start. Right. Like my, so my thing with that is, and, and I just to, to make sure that everybody understands that neither of us are saying that oh, only Victor could have proved it against the yes, Texas zone. Irrelevant. Yeah. Nobody needed that. Like mm-hmm. the league he's playing in might, you know, might be difficult than more difficult than playing in college. So again, no, nobody's saying that. That's not that's not the point of this. It's about the star power of Vic. And but Donnie, I'm attacking this from even a different angle than you about how like much money Victor Webanyama could have made. I wonder if this is where, due to the newness still of NIL, the the the, the teams and boosters and uh, who, you know sponsors don't understand the true pursuit of a player. Like, did any of them attempt Donnie to bring Vic to their campuses? And try and like you know, was there ever a report like USC attempting to get Webb and Yama, you know, a trip to no. Trojan? You know, never you know heard. I mean, like, like because that, where is he that's from, where man? you all of a sudden he's from France. He's he was never born in the U.S. at all or anything. No, 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 no. no. Not a, no. trying to get that. He's not like secretly like from New York yes. where somewhere we could have got him to born the in the Bronx or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like that—that—that's kind of my thing. Where you know this kid Ron Holland, it just and, and now, but it's it's so much less. Like Ron Holland just went to the G League instead of going to Texas. There, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, how did Texas lose out to the G League for a kid that was already committed to Texas? Yes. Like, what what was the kind of steps one, two, and three that that led to that end result there? But I just college basketball, and this is where people have always been wrong about this NIL stuff here, of like. The fact that college now might be able to say to hey, like Vic, like we're going to be able to make you more money before your NBA than overseas by a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and how much better it would have been for college basketball to have a victory? I mean, that's just the truth of it. It would have been great sure. for college basketball. Yes, it would have, especially in this day and age. Like, it would be a superstar that everybody would be must see TV when he plays. You'd want to see how great they are. And, again, the pathway to making money is now here. By the way, North Carolina has 43 honored jerseys in the rafters, Kevin. 43. But only eight are officially retired jerseys. Jordan is one. Hansborough is another. There are a few other big-time names on there, too. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back at it here. Hot topics across the board. A chance, Kevin, the flame... I mean, I can't pass it up. I can't pass this up. Now, first, I'm going to start here. The XFL is currently going on right now. It's an eight-team league. I saw a game yesterday. When I said I saw a game, I saw a kickoff. There couldn't have been more than three people in the stands. I have no idea what we're doing in the USFL, when it's going to play, when the league's ending, starting. I could care less at this point. But that's besides the point. USFL, that's going to fail just like just about every other league. But I thought the one that might have had the most momentum and the star power behind it was the XFL, Kevin, right? But you know me. When I hear like the XFL is coming back, which Dwayne Johnson, the rock, as everybody knows him as, was building this up and it was going to take like a year or two to get back, but he bought the rights to it. My first initial statement was, boy, man, the rock seems like he has like his head on straight knows how to make money, an absolute genius out there in front of the mic, regardless of where you have him, in front of the mic in wrestling, in front of the mic in a movie. He's got more money than he knows what to do with. And I always preface by saying, the people that make money usually aren't stupid for the most part, Kevin, right? Like, they're smart. That's how they made that money. That's how they live the lifestyle they do. Not because they just blow money excessively with no hope for tomorrow or for the future. But the XFL is a losing option. I said to myself, Kevin, how is it possible that year after year, superstars slash people with money continue to revive something with absolutely zero shot at long-term gains? So you saw this year. Oh, man, look at that. XFL played their first year, made it all the way through. I told you it would be a success. Then you saw the tweets come out a couple weeks ago that said, you know what? It's a great league. Fantastic stuff. We expect to play next year. But everybody who's full-time, you're on furlough at this point until, like, football season for us begins again. Ooh, that's interesting here. But then you said, you know what? That's pretty streamlined. Maybe they made a little bit of a profit here, and they're saying, you know what? And for us to make a profit next year and have this league be substantial, we got to make sure we're running on razor-sharp profit margins here. And then you see the XFL in one season lost $60 million. And now they say, here's a quote, Kevin. Garcia, who I think is one of the upper management guys in the league, said, boy, we're extremely well capitalized for long term, projecting $100 million in revenue next season. Well, I don't care, Kevin, if you make $100 million in revenue, if you like 160 in expenses. It doesn't make any sense at that point. So my question to you is, surprising that The Rock backed the XFL and it lost a ton of money, or surprising that they're coming back for more money to be lost next year in the XFL. Because let me ask you this question. Do we expect anything different for the XFL next year? Do you expect, like, like, oh, yeah, great. It It was so much fun in year one. Year two, sky's the limit. Yeah, so the reality for the XFL is it, it is every time they do it, it's a startup, right? And startups run in the red, Yes. Kind of a, 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 when they get going. So let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Is there a world that they essentially run these leagues and then every single time the first year doesn't go well, they have no idea what's going on and they give up too quickly? Like, I don't understand, Donnie. Are they surprised that they lost money? Like, the goal here is to get a big-time TV deal. That is what would change things, which is why you and I, why I, you know, I constantly kind of push forward the notion of changing when they're on TV to try and up their ratings because yes. I don't think that they're maximizing what really is football season. But I, I just, 
Losing money this year shouldn't be a surprise, but the reason it, it grabs the eyes is that report comes out. I was like, oh boy, are they going to shut this down tomorrow? Because it feels like that's how this always goes, right? The second they lose money, they give up on it. But it's, uh, it's how do I equate this, Kevin, to our business, right? How many times have you ran into somebody, talked to somebody, or saw something out there? Hey, man, new podcast on the way. Really excited. Hey, by the way, didn't you get that podcast going? Yeah, yeah. Did a couple episodes. Didn't really feel like doing it anymore. That's what it feels like for The Rock. Like, did he expect, like, I'm going to turn so many heads in the NFL that they're going to let me either A, own a team, or the XFL is going to be brought into the NFL like the AFL and the NFL merger was back in, like, the 60s. Like, where is the actual winning part of this? And also, for not only Kevin, one lead, like Dwayne Johnson should have reached out to whoever was running the XFL and goes, if we go head-to-head, we both lose so much money your head will spin. Why don't we just say, hey, you wanted the XFL, I wanted the the USFL, you wanted the XFL. Why don't we just meet halfway, combine the two leagues, and see if we can make a go at it here. Instead of competing against each other, when nobody knows what the XFL is or the USFL is for 99% of the people in the country. But it just gets back to the point where this league stinks. It's boring as all get out. And you know what, Kevin? If the XFL collapses this next year and goes, we're not going to play? I guarantee in three years, somebody will buy the rights to the XFL and try it once again. Like, the whole joke was, remember Vince McMahon back, like, hey, you know what? We had these huge ratings in 2000. He folded at the end. And then Vince McMahon, like, 15 years says, you know what? We're going to get this going again. And people are like, are you out of your mind? Like, how much money did the WWE lose reviving the XFL? It almost didn't even make sense. But yet they still do it. Right, and then The Rock comes in. Is it's almost, is this a wrestling company that they're running? I don't even understand what like what the story is. Like, is Triple H going to get it next? This? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, who's booking this crap? The old the old sign needs to hold up here. I, I just <laughs> my the, it it just doesn't it doesn't come off as like a reasonable project here. Like, I, but I don't know. Like you you mentioned kind of the comments made where if they're like, no, listen, like this is fine, then then maybe this this kind of group in charge here does understand that it might take them years to ultimately get this right but again like you have to be willing to to spend money and in, in this instance lose money in order to get where you want to go because now they have to secure a big time tv deal that's what it comes down to that's where money is made by sports leagues you know this day and age there and they're not subsidized by the NFL. Like, the, the NBA subsidizes the WNBA. It loses money, they replenish it. It loses more money, they replenish it. You're not getting that from the USFL and the XFL. The NFL's like, hey, man, it's great for football. It's great branding. And, uh, you know, how much did you lose? $60 million? Okay, we'll give you the $60 million bucks. Keep going through because we think we have something here. That's not the case. That's certainly not happening here. So I know it's a little bit off-kilter to talk USFL and XFL because, again, it is quite boring. But it's fun just to flame the leagues as saying, I told you so. And if you come up with another league in two or three years, I'll flame you again. As Kevin says, the only option would be play it on a Wednesday night during football season, and I guarantee you we're in football mode. Some people might say, you know what? I can bet on that tonight, and uh, I know this player. But off-season, when we're out of football mode, it's a horrendous league both way or both ways around. Both leagues, Kevin. Horrendous. But let me ask you this, honestly. And, I, and you probably don't know the answer. Maybe you do. Did the XFL end, or is it still going on? Like, the season? It's still going on. I think it's still going on, yes. Like, yeah, I week don't even nine, know the June answer 10th and 11th to that. was just this past week. I, I mean... Again, like, I I don't even bring this up as, I mean, you and I will laugh about it, but, like, does Gabe still tweet XFL picks? Was he ever tweeting XFL USFL? picks? Were those USFL mm. picks? I don't even know. I don't know. Like, Gabe is the only person I know that was consistently getting in the mix when it came to those games, and he was doing very well, by the way. So shout out to Gabe for having a good read on the league. Is he still doing it? Are they, I don't is there, know. I mean, is, is, if, if you've lost Gabe, Donnie, you've lost the league. That's pretty true. And also, the whole thing process behind Let's have eight teams and play them all in the same venue. Like, what are we doing here? Like, it's in Canton, Kevin. And there can't be more than three people out there watching these games. Like, can't you say, hey, you know what? Watch this. We're going to Canton, Ohio. Like, the the birthplace of football. That's where it's got to work. And nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about it. So it's just one of those oddities that will continue to come up. And millionaires and billionaires will lose hundreds of millions of dollars on this league. Now, you want a bit of information you can use tonight, Kevin, on an NBA Finals game. Do you want it? You let me know. Yeah. I got info. Of course. Now, 
to the untrained eye, this might be something sensational to run along with. But to the trained eye, you understand what's going on here, Kevin. Simple tweet from Andy Slater. The Denver Nuggets are scheduled to leave for Miami at 11 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Ooh. What do they know, Kevin? What do they know? I Come don't on. take that as a, I don't. I mean, they know that they already lost the game, Donnie. Is that what is that, I mean, what is the that MO the script? Is supposed exactly. To exactly. Or do they actually have to schedule a flight with like the uh, FAA and actually get hotel like, rooms because that's needed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the world where Denver has to pay like five hundred thousand dollars in cancellation <laughs> fees because they're worried about kind of yeah. you know jinxing themselves by basically being like, "We're ending this. We're ending this right now." You know what I need to see here? I mean, honestly, like if the Denver Nuggets came out, like Michael Malone, the G, I mean, Jokic, it doesn't matter going, you know what? I just got my itinerary that we're flying to Miami at 11 a.m. on Tuesday. I called the front office and I made sure they canceled everything. So we don't even have a way to get to, we're going to forfeit that game because we can't get our travel arrangements together once I now canceled it. That's how confident I am at winning the game tonight. You know, I have that feel, Kevin, where nobody told me LeBron flew in like half of the uh, Western Hemisphere to watch him get his points, you know, points number in the NBA to be number one overall. Like, if somebody would have just let me in on that, he did that. Like, hey, by the way, my kids got games. So, so there's no other night that I can break it but tonight. Why didn't anybody let me in on that? But that's what I would need out of Jokic to say, you know what? I canceled everything. Like, I sent, I sent our charter to Alaska tonight, so there's no chance we get it back. I would love it. I would love it. Yeah, I, I, I that that's basically what that to me. My read on that is Denver is scared of the boogeyman, which is kind of like an NBA jinx. So they actually wanted it at to leak time. Yes, that they respect yes. Miami so oh, much they yes. booked heights and flotel, uh, height, you know, oh. heights and, and hotels. I mean, never before have I saw Jamal Murray going over 10 assists more than I see it tonight, people. I mean, feeling it. Absolutely feeling it tonight, boys. By the way, we do have to talk to Major League Baseball. Don't worry about that. You got three in a row. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're back at it here. Major League Baseball here. Card. Only eight games. Still some juicy options here. Team totals tonight. I don't really know if it might be there. There are a couple decent shots. But the starting lineups are coming out tonight. And get this one. Because I don't see... You're going to like this bet tonight that I gave in. I'm going to give you some reasoning for it as well. The Atlanta Braves, 640. It's first game off the card tonight, going up against the Detroit Tigers. Tigers at home, Braves are on the road. Massive favorite here for Atlanta, and probably rightfully so. Now, let me just double-check here that we don't have a 
opener coming in here for Detroit. Now, hold on now. Detroit saying Garrett Hill is on the mound, which would be a change from what we had. So, all right, forget about Detroit pitching or taking like Atlanta here, right? Because we don't officially know what the pitcher is technically at this point, it looks like. Or maybe it is Garrett Hill. I haven't done any research on him. But I'm going with a prop tonight, Kevin. For the Detroit Tigers, their lineup is Zach McKinstry, Spencer Torkelson, Kerry Carpenter, Javi Baez, Nick Maton, Matt Veerling, Zach Short, Jake Rogers, and Jake Marisnik. Just a bunch of, you know, ah, whatever. But get this. I went with a prop here, Bet365, for a player on the Detroit Tigers to get a single, Kevin. Not a double, not a home run, not a triple, not an RBI, not over one and a half bases. He must record a single tonight. And quite frankly, I never even heard of this guy or bet him in my life. I probably heard of him before, but just never even like factored into, let me take him on like an RBI prop or whatever. He's due to bat third tonight. It's Kerry Carpenter, a left-handed left fielder, right? What the heck are you doing, Donnie? Listen to me on this. Now, I don't even know if he was injured or just coming backwards in the minor leagues. It didn't even take that much research because I didn't care about it. Looks like he played a, a lot of games in the month of April. Not many at all in the month of May. Came back in the series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Played on the 9th, 10th, and 11th, Kevin. Each one of those games, four at-bats, four at-bats, four at-bats. No home runs, no triples, one double out of 12 at-bats. Seven singles out of those 12 at-bats. How about that? Mm. Kevin, he's had, he went three for four, three for four, two for four, and only one extra base hit, which means eight base hits, one double, seven singles. So tonight, I played Kerry Carpenter for the Detroit Tigers to record a single at a plus 130 price. Looks like not a lot of pop in that bat, right? I'm just looking for him to spray one the other way, and if you take a look at Charlie Morton, 350 or so weighted on base percentage over the past 30 days to left-handed batters, but a decent ISO power number, which means he's not giving up a lot of extra base hits. It's one of those where I, I saw it, didn't bet a lot of money on it, but I said, I have to take that. It just makes too much sense. This dude's on fire just spraying baseballs. Now, you know what he does tonight, Kevin, right? Two for four, home run and a double. Home run. <laughs> If that guy doesn't hit a home run, if that guy yeah, exactly. hit a home run tonight, I'm if he hits a home run, and I, I'm going to say this right run, now, Let me okay. say this now. If he hits a home run, will you come in for hour number two tomorrow of the early line? Uh, I, yes, but but I will come in, <laughs> Donnie. I mean headline. I mean basically headline number one: Carrie Carpenter mm-hmm. goes deep. Correct. Headline. T- you know what I mean? Head, like, will you make the two. seven and seven? I'll put it this way: Will you make the seven and seven tonight if Carrie Carpenter goes yard tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'll probably have to. Now, now that might be a clause in my contract, like the Kerry Carpenter clause, as as most people know it, is probably how that checks in because that would be just some level of madness. But again, based on the way this all went, now I will say this isn't the yes. usual way you break a prop down, so it actually no. would be shocking, but. Also not shocking because this is how this always goes. Because It was one of those where I said to myself, like, if you're going to take anybody from Detroit, let me see what Morton is doing well and stuff like that, right? So he does have a couple little blips on the radar over the past 30 days. But I never would have taken – like, if the guy went, like, you know, a single three straight game, like, no, 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 no. But the fact that he has seven singles out of 12 total at-bats was just, like, mind-boggling to me. Like, you know what? I gotta ride this out here. I mean, the guy's obviously feeling at the plate and can get his battle in the baseball here. Let's see if it turns into, you know, a plus money number. And it did think about that though. You saw, to get a hit on a normal player, it's like, I don't know, a good player, like minus two seventy five. So you're actually getting a plus one thirty price on a player just to get a single. Now, granted, probably single is the most more, you get more singles than doubles and triples and home runs, unless you're like Kyle Schwarber. It's like home run or nothing at this point. Legend. So I just figured it was it was worth a shot because it was one of those, Kevin, if, if I didn't bet it and Carpenter got a single or three of them, I'm like, you idiot, man. You lined that up as such an oddity play and it hit and you didn't bet it at all. I felt the need that I had to bet it. Now tonight, Kevin, there's eight games across Major League Baseball. We'll get a minus 225, a minus 250, and a minus 275. Now hear me out on this. 
There's a team with a five-game win streak at a minus 275 clip going against them. I mean, granted, it is Oakland, but they have won five in a row, and they're getting close to like a minus 300 price hung against them. It's incredible to watch what Oakland can actually do or not do, I should say. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Caprillion today. This, you know, the, the breakdown that we received this morning was was a tough one to listen to. Yeah, I'm right is wrong, man. I, I mean, yeah. that. Mm. like the fact that it wasn't like opens because I, I mean, I, honestly, DRS Caprillion yes. against Tampa Bay. Oh my God! How how long ago? Six weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Like team total could have been a seven. No. Yes. And, and also, you, it's always that matter of like, well, they're playing Tampa. It's not a great hitting ballpark, and uh, you only get you're only going to get eight at bats. Like you're getting a full nine at bats tonight. Now, granted, Oakland isn't the greatest hitting ballpark by a long stretch. It's generally a pitcher's ballpark. But just looking at that going, that lineup like Caprillion on the mound. But the fact of the matter is, he's very good against right-handed batters. Really upset me. Like we did expect to. Like, wait a second, equal opportunity. Yeah, lefties bash, righties bash. Here we go away. Uh, with an easy victory. Now, Tampa Bay should win easily because Eflin's having a very good season for them. But to see that price point there, it's like, ooh, I'm going to have to just bet lefties. Like, Luke Rowley's a great left-handed bat in there tonight. Maybe you take Josh Lowe in that lineup, Wander Franco. But it's a shame that because if this guy, talking about James Caprillion, was really struggling with right-handed batters, like it would just be open season across the board on that. It really would be. Yeah, which is always what we love to see. Now, what's up with the the Diamondbacks Phillies game tonight? You were waiting on some some word this morning. Yeah, Strom right? is not a Strom is not a starter anymore. He's really an opener, but it's just one of those things where it's Kevin. It feels like like four oh five. Like oh, by the way, uh, Strom's going to open for so and so tonight. You just don't have the yeah. official like person. Actually, across the board, like the Garrett Hill one. Let me just see what he's actually doing here, Garrett Hill, because he wasn't. I had a Mason Inglehart and also a Tyler Holton on the card tonight. It doesn't look like that's going to be anything here. So let me just see about this guy, Garrett Hill. Let's see what he's up to. I'm a guy that I don't really bet against. He looks like 2022, 2023 statistics. Around uh, 26, Kevin, in 2018. He was number, pick number 765. So we're not really getting a. Uh, you know, avid, dominant young pitcher in here. Nine innings pitched here in 2023. XFIP of 5.89, FIP of 6.49, ERA of 9. In the minors, 26 innings, 4.57 XFIP, which isn't bad. In 2022 in Major League Baseball, now here's a better indicator. Last year, 60 innings pitched, XFIP 5.56, disastrous. Oh, so maybe... Bad. Yeah, that is bad. Maybe. So when you're going up against the Braves lineup, 68 degrees, not really a great night in Detroit. Wind is blowing out to left field. That's it because that's something you have to see. Is there going to be an opener in that game? Is Vest going to come in and open that game for them? Maybe get a couple outs? I don't know. But if that is Garrett Hill, you might be looking at a decent shot there for the Braves, and rightfully so, their price point at this point. Goodness. Yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a tempting little number there. What was? There was one other bit. Oh, the the late night situation there, DRS. Mm-hmm. Like just for for what folks that are looking to to, to stay yeah. involved here, the mm-hmm. Jesus Lozardo is one of those guys that mm-hmm. got kicked around a little bit. Right, was supposed to be this super super elite yes. prospect, and yeah. eventually moved on to Miami for I don't even remember what was it a big deal or a little deal, Donnie? He came from Oakland. Yeah, I can't remember who actually went out. What was actually the trade partner? Was it Loriano? I can't even remember. Like, who was the trade partner there? Because he was, oh, but Don, he was somewhere before Heck Oakland. Was he it. was just, it was just Oakland as a high prospect, and then got moved on from. Uh, he was drafted by the Nationals in 2016. Okay. Played for Oakland in 2019, 2020, and then Miami. So no, he hasn't actually had any major league service outside of Oakland and Miami. Who in the world did Oakland go and require from the Marlins, Donnie? Manaya? I don't I even know. Who was it back in the day? I don't know. I have, to, have to. I have to. I want to like remember it. <laughs> a player that they exactly. traded is the answer. Player to be um, named later. But my point is, with someone like Lazardo, who I remember, you know, there were there were points where like, oh, that looked like a target guy. But maybe yeah. where that that kind of promise starts to check in, where you know, I mean, that's a low total tonight out there in Seattle, seven and a half. 
Which is interesting too, because Luzardo again doesn't have decent numbers. He's actually if we have eight, we have eight basically with some of these pitching changes a little bit different, but roughly eighteen pitchers on the card today. Luzardo's number four in XFIT minus at seventy eight since May first, so it hasn't been all that bad. And that's not a great lineup per se for the Seattle Mariners across the board, underperforming to say the least. Uh, but they do be able to well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like close to seven right-handed batters are going to go up against Luzardo, which is the spot that you want to get them in. But I am pretty much I, – I, Bryce Miller struggled a little bit. But Arise, Solaire, De La Cruz, and Sanchez are a very good one through four for the Miami Marlins. I mean, if you're watching the way the Marlins have woken up at the plate, those guys really are the catalyst there. A lot of fun, a lot of power, a lot of base hits there. Jorge Soler, a couple of launch bombs there. Gene Segura, veteran, actually hits in the seven hole. It's not a bad-looking lineup. And by the way, the Marlins have played really good baseball in 2023. Waiting for them to fall off, but maybe they weathered the storm at this point. Yeah, certainly. By the way, Starling Marte, people probably shouting it in their cars, uh, is who Oakland traded for from Miami uh, as they who? tried to make a little push. For Jesus Lazard. Oh, well, oh, that, that's, gotcha. that was the trade. They got gotcha. Starling Marte in Oakland. Great. Worked out well, right? How long did he stay there? Like, <laughs> Oakland, man. I mean, something else here. By the way, that total listed, let me just see this updated Phillies total. Is that still a 10 at FanDuel? Because I'm seeing 10s at some, some places here. Uh, it is 10. Like, Henry's a bad pitcher. Strom's not going to go long. And if we can find out if that roof is going to be open tonight, both of these teams should really get after it against each other. But I don't know how long Strom's going or who's actually behind him. And the same thing with Tommy Henry. I don't think anything's behind him. He's just a bad pitcher overall. But Kyle Schwarber's probably going to go yard tonight out there in the desert. Lefty on lefty. Can't hit anything really. Hits like 180 on the season. And he's just going to rip a blast. Like he's the new Joey Gallo. But, but it's like so above and beyond. But no, because remember when Joey Gallo like showed up to the Bronx when he was just terrible across the board. My thing with Kyle with Kyle Schwarber, Donnie, is you were like, oh man, he's been hot to dish. Like last two weeks, he's he's probably batting like well, like what like three twenty. Like okay, yeah. all right, maybe he's batting two seventy five. I mean, Donnie's still batting one ninety. Like yeah. he, like he is. He cannot do anything other than hit home runs. Like it's not one, hyperbole. Kev, Kevin one for five raises his average. One yes. five. <laughs> it's impo- like I don't understand. I don't understand. Like how? Like, oh, it's just it's beyond me. Like Donnie, the the, the notion of over this past couple of like last fifteen yes. days, Donnie's batting one ninety one, and, and I feel like, like it's man like as, the as, off the baseball. Yes, people like, he can't stop talking about Kyle Schwarber heating out. Like boy, Schwarber really lights up in June. To what? 200 total? My goodness, dear. I think he goes yard tonight with that bad batting average. We'll be right back to end the show. Come on back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
By the way, Kevin, I want to ask you this quick question on Twitter. I mean, you, you float around. Use, if you use TweetDeck, you don't see any ads. But if you just use regular Twitter, there's always ads on there. Have you seen the one where the guy has, like, a plane and, like, just, like, throws it, like, against the ground and opens up and then just, like, flies away and comes back? Have you seen that yet? It's, like, quote, like, the greatest toy out there. Oh, my goodness. No, not at all. Yeah. No clue. That's pretty interesting. You, you, now that I told you, you'll probably end up seeing it here come through because whoever sure bought that ad everywhere. it's flying all over the place here probably to pick it up now all right tonight same game parlays i mean does it get any better than the one i have kevin you agreed i agreed yeah, guaranteed yeah, winner tonight i don't care the perfect it. tens jamal Murray, 10 plus assists bam at a bayou 10 or more rebounds gabe vincent 10 or more points plus six seventeen. i don't think it gets any better than that yep, i think like they might even you. cancel the bet Rooting for you. Uh, Here's the deal. Uh, Best bet tonight, Jamal Murray, 25-plus points. I have actually hit best bets so far, every game so far this series. So now a bit of prod on the line. I'd like to be able to make that uh, true in every game this series. Though I do not want it to end tonight, but Jamal Murray, Mm 25-plus. Coming off of an awful efficiency game. Last game out, 5 of 17 from the field. He's not missed 25 points in consecutive games since games 3 and 4 in Minnesota. Certainly don't expect him to miss it here heading back to Denver. Uh, And he wasn't good scoring-wise game number two in Denver as well. So feel really, really great about that. I got Michael Porter Jr. over one and a half made threes. MPJ stays in that starting lineup. Attempts will be there. This is the lowest Michael Porter Jr. three-point prop we've seen mm. all season long. Uh, and then the Gabe Vincent part, portion of your parlay uh, is well thought out. as He's been phenomenal on the road. That points prop dropping to nine and a half. He's got ten or more points in nine out of eleven road games this postseason. It's where he's done his best work. I think he stays in that starting lineup here tonight. So those are my three favorites here for this basketball game tonight. JP, where are you at? Yeah, I'm cool with taking the heat on the money line for tonight. Let's just end this, theory, this series. There you go. Two flyers. So I took the Cole Jokic over one and a half three-point shots made at a plus 124, but Kevin will like this one. Kyle Lowry over 13 and a half points and assists tonight. So I just need 14 combined points and assists. Wrap that one in and get it. And also, RBI props, yeah, they'll be in full flavor tonight. For JP behind the wheels of steel, Donnie right side and Kevin Walsh, this was Moneyline on a Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. See ya. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.